Mikey and Rin stay in. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Mikey and Rin stay in. I'm Mikey. And I'm Rin. How you doing there? <laughs> I've got little Obby at my feet. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it's cute, and I kind of also want to kill her. <laughs> yeah, she has been needing McGreedy lately. Yeah. I think that, I mean, for one thing, the um, the coronavirus pandemic has caused a lot of animals to uh, either, I think, fall in love with their owners even more deeply um, or get really annoyed with them or become clink- stage 12 clingers, <laughs> stage COVID-19 clingers, <laughs> which Abby has really chosen to do. Mm-hmm. She just sort of stares at me most of the day. Yeah. <laughs> There, um, I think that before this, before the pandemic. Oops, is this what you said last week? What? That she was, it was probably 60-40. Oh, I, didn't, I say towards- that, didn't I say that to our friends though? Did I say that on the, on the show? Sure did. Oh, great. Awesome. So anyways, Abby's been up her asses. That's the end of the story. She's our dog and she's annoying. I love her. I know. I hope you guys are all doing really well out there. I know that things are, I don't know how people are taking it. I think a lot of people are super scared. Yeah, for sure. I kind of like things when the world's are, the world's a little topsy turvy. Yeah. I kind of, I mean, I'm also like someone. I have a house. I'm safe. I'm, I have, you know, I'm financially okay. Um, but I, I like, I like seeing how the world and how people respond to a crisis. Yeah. And it's been, I'm impressed. Yeah, I, I am too. Around us, I guess. It's um. It's also an interesting time. We touched on this a little bit last week, but an interesting time to think about conception totally. and <laughs> getting pregnant and being pregnant and and having a baby right now. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and and this week coming up, um, very oh, I don't know, interestingly, mm-hmm. is, perhaps. Yeah, is National Infertility Awareness Week. Yeah. So that actually starts, um, we're recording on Saturday, but it is starting tomorrow when you will hear us in your ears on Sunday, April 19th. Yeah. And goes through the 25th. So basically, um, this was, it was started in 1989 from a group called Resolve. And you know, some of their mission is really to just bring awareness to infertility. And so, um, you know, through various campaigns that they've done, really to educate the public, to educate lawmakers, that was sort of a a big, a big part of what they wanted to do. Um, And to just take away some of the myths and stigma around infertility and really sort of... um, you know, flush out a little more clearly what it means and to show how many people it actually affects. Totally. Yeah. And there's, it's, and it's cool because they've had to pivot pretty quickly around um, COVID. And so they had all these uh, events planned and stuff like walks and different things, advocacy work um, that was going to be in big groups, but they've had to really change that. So they're doing these cool, like virtual DIY quote unquote walks. And, um, and it's super cool. Walks of hope. Um, they're, you know, they're kind of all over, there's, uh, there's some all over the country, but I think that the, it's just great as a thing that you can kind of join near you. You can look it up. The, um, there's also a calendar that has all these like super cool events. They're giving away kind of like, 
there's raffly sort of stuff, but there's also these like medita- meditation challenges, um, fertility video courses, just all sorts of different things. Kind of a lot of the t- of the time during the week, and um, and then eight- some of the links don't work. Yeah, just- I know it's not. It's, <laughs> so this is infertilityawareness.org. Um, it's not the perfect website. It's not the perfect website. That's okay sure. though. Yeah, yeah. And then April twenty second, they're doing a wear orange uh, campaign. So no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, wear orange. Put orange on your Facebook or IG page. Um, they also have all these cool um, the swag that has like um, I am one in eight talking about that one in eight couples or twelve percent of of women married women they specifically said um, go through infertility and it's like are treated for infertility of some variety. Mm-hmm. Which I said to Corinne seemed low to me. Yeah, see, I don't think so. 12%? Yeah. I don't know. I just think of, like, if a, well, hold on, because a misca- miscarriages, aren't they like one in three? One in four. So that would be, so that that's infertility, an infertility no, issue, isn't it? No, it's not. Oh, miscarriage doesn't fall under infertility. No. Nope. Oh, okay. Unless it's something like a recurrent miscarriage mm. and they sort of figure out that it's a, you know, they figure out something around it. It's a physical right. issue or a hormonal issue. Yeah. Um, then, you know, you can you They can find out a way to blame the, you. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, we got a diagnosis. Parenthetically, a reason to blame you for this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, to me, that actually, it seems right or seems pretty high. One in eight. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It, just, it, it definitely seemed like... But I guess without miscarriage, yeah, it's interesting. Well, and so. interestingly, you know, from the perspective of someone who's challenged with fertility, yeah. I think it can be, well, I'll just speak for me. It's a journey that feels really pretty fucking lonely. Yeah. And especially uh, where we are and who we're friends with. And, you know, it does seem at this stage like... Wow, everyone can make it happen, and I fucking can. Yeah, yeah. So well, and it's feeling yeah. a little less playful, like you know, with the quarantine and all that sort of stuff. People have been like, "Oh man, nothing but time to make babies," and I'm like, "Totally." We've been spending the last two and a half years <laughs> right. trying to make babies. Like we didn't need the fucking pandemic to do this, right? And um, it kind of feels like it almost rubs it in a little bit more or something. I'm like, "Okay, yeah, I know, I get it. We just can't do it." <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. right, right, and. It's it's also difficult, like from as a partner, as a male partner, um, not even as a male partner. We know people in the world um, that uh, same sex couples, and one couple, one uh, partner in the couple has been able to have a baby, mm-hmm. and then the other partner have you know has a lot of infertility problems. And it's interesting just to see, like, how do you react? Like, how does the person react? Because I'm like, most men. Well, I don't know what what are those statistics? Do you know about like what? What percentage is caused by the f- oh um, male, factor yeah, male factor infertility? I don't know. Yeah, no. I know. I wonder because it se- it seems like very low. Like all yeah. of the most situations are like, eh, hey, man, the guys are like, yeah, I got this. Yeah, and um, it's just it's just interesting to see how people handle it, and then also as the, the as the person in the in the uh, partnership that's. I don't know. I feel kind of like I don't know how to. I know how to support you, like as a relationship partner, mm-hmm. and all those things. But it's difficult because you're doing nine hundred percent of the work right. in our relationship right, right, right. now right. for the infertility. Um, I'm like doing the whole thirty, kind of. Rini's doing every diet on the planet, you know, and it's just 
I don't know. Yeah. But I guess my duty at this point is just to like be ready to bone when it's time to bone. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're you're I think unique. Um you know, in that I do feel seen and heard. Mm. Um, um but yeah, it is it's really disorienting to feel like I'm a healthy person that can't do the one thing as a woman that women can do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And um and I think you know the journey to to even get to a diagnosis mm. um has just felt like can't someone just give me a fucking answer right and yeah. tell me what to do because mm-hmm. <laughs> i think i think that right that's that's a big part of the women that i've talked to um that are experiencing fertility stuff is and i know that i feel this way that that you lose your your internal compass a little bit mm. like i've always prided myself on really knowing what i need in every moment like mm. listening to my gut yep. and um and being able to take care of myself in that way and this has been so not that that mm. i've really um sought out okay who's the professional that's going to like crack this code for me who's got the key for me and in that i've lost a lot of this uh just let your intuition guide you a little bit you know what you want to eat in this moment eat that thing yeah you know sure versus like paging through every infertility cookbook and Mm. book i can get my hands on right and this is this is what's so fucked up is that as a provider, mm. as an acupuncturist, I always preach bioindividuality and and empowering kiddos to listen to their own bodies and that you're your own best expert. Yeah, sure. And how fucked is it that I'm like I've gotten so far away from that? Um, it's kind it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy to me. Well, it's I mean. And I I hear every mom in our world saying right now, imagine when you have a kid. I fucking know. I I know. know, Imagine when you You have a kid. I I know. know. I get it. Yeah. Like, yes, we're, I mean, every time I'm in like a busy place and there's kids screaming or something like that and like whoever I'm with looks at me and goes, this is what you're trying so hard for. And I'm like, yeah, kind of. I don't know. I know that's like, it's not all great. (laughs) It's not all puppies and fucking bubble gum. (laughs) But, um... Yes, I'm hearing all of the mothers going, when you see him again. But there is something when I, and I feel like a lot of it is, okay, we have infertility issues. That's scary. I don't know what to do with that. I feel like I'm completely lost. Therefore, I don't know if I trust myself. Like, I don't trust my penis to be doing the right thing because I'm like, I don't know, you haven't fucking, you've only made one baby yet. What the fuck? Um, yet, and I, and then I, but then, so I definitely don't trust like my decision making abilities around like what's the best thing. I also have no idea. Like, should I, should my nuts be hot, cold? Should I be not eating wheat? Should I be eating wheat? Should I be just like eating pizza all the time? I have no idea. Yeah, probably should, right? <laughs> but it's, of course, if you don't trust yourself, it's like how, I don't know. 
Yeah. It's such an, a massive insecurity like around infertility. It's an amazing thing because it's just, especially before you got the PCOS diagnosis, mm-hmm. it was like unexplained infertility. Great. Right. So are we having sex at the right time? Right. Is it like, are, are we supposed to be doing it in a different hole? Like I just, <laughs> I've had so many times where I've just been sitting there and I'm like, am I actually, do, am I doing all the things? And I have a little checklist of like, you know, oh, yeah. take my pants off. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it just, it's, it's crazy making and confidence stripping in the highest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. I mean, it's so interesting to see, We've been like looking at a bunch of, you know, we have a lot of people in the kind of infertility world that we follow on Instagram and mm-hmm. um, and we've kind of just been like, what are the common themes that we see people talking about and all these different things? And, you know, and it's interesting because it's either people are kind of like deadly serious mm-hmm. stats and stories and mm-hmm. really sad shit that they're putting up, mm-hmm. like um, really intense, like photos of babies that they've just miscarried. I'm like that. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're like. You know, they have crocheted, you know, memes of pillows that say like, well, thanks, God. Go fuck yourself. I can't have a baby. (laughs) You know, they're like all humor. Right. And it's just interesting because it's such a blend to me. Yeah. Well, and I I don't fit into either one of those categories, right? I feel really doom and gloomy. Yeah. Sometimes. And I think especially right now, right? It's towards the end of the cycle. Mikey and I talked a little bit about this yesterday. And it's this impending... I know I have to take a pregnancy test because mm. I have to figure out when to stop the progesterone and I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to do it. Yeah. I don't want to sit there again and wait, you know? And so it, um, it's, it is like we're, you know, I have my sort of day to day life and then I have my infertility life mm. and the infertility life is so busy and so unknown and so scary um, that I do feel a little bit like I'm bipolar or something, you mm. know, because because I'm also really trying to um, to like live in my gratitude for what I do have mm-hmm. and, and really... Um, yeah, and and sometimes I can't fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it feels really dumb and terrible and like, I don't know, what kind of elitist prick am I that I like have this shit to worry about or something? Like, yeah. Oh, God, I don't know. It's so many things. <laughs> well, I... Yeah. And so it's, it's infertility awareness. Yeah, week. it totally <laughs> is. But this is well, and we're and giving a, you a little window into how fucking aware you should be of our infertility. <laughs> right. Listen to us. No, and it's but a big part of this week is storytelling right. and is hearing people's stories, right. and they're going to have all these kind of roundtable or Zoom. I don't know how they're going to do it exactly. I think through Zoom, where people are telling the stories of their infertility, and I just think that it's. Um, I don't know. It's uh, for people that have kids and have been able to do it easily, like that good for you. But just, you know, but also understand like, you know, we've talked about this a bit on the show, but like, you know, when you when you say to someone like, when are y'all going to go around to having kids or da 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 or there's just a lot of assumptions and like everybody's story is so different. Right. And for some people, 
a lot of people, it's very, it's hard. It's really hard. And we're like, we've also talked about this before. We are like, we've had one miscarriage um, and had to do a lot of stuff. We have not done IUI. We have not done IVF. We've only had one miscarriage. Like some of the people have these unreal stories of like, I had four stillborn babies. I had six miscarriages. You know, like, and I mean, and God bless them. They're still trying it. Right. I don't say God bless anybody. I'm sorry. That was really disingenuous. <laughs> don't believe in God. I don't know. I, I've, 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 we, I'm not above it. <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. Yeah. I don't At know. At this point? Yeah. Yahweh, I'm sorry. I've actually never said anything bad about Jesus. I've said some bad things about your followers. God, I've spoke, talked shit about. Like, Jesus, <laughs> he's cool with me. But yeah. Sorry about the shit talking about your dad. Um, but like, if you want to help out, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I will hook you up with I don't know whatever you're looking for. You got good stuff. I know. Virgin. What would we have for God or for Jesus? <laughs> yeah, he can fuck Abby. <laughs> I don't know what Jesus is into. We know he's a freak though. Definitely. Down by the well with Mary Magdalene. Whoop whoop. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I don't know. We didn't really have much of a focus today on the show, but I think the focus. For me, in all of the things that we talk about, and like all, you know, when you listen to our show, just understand, like Corinne just said, like we can be talking about other things. We can be talking about politics. We can be talking about food. But just understand that everything that we're talking about and everything that we're thinking about is all the time. It's hitched to the uh, to this looming cloud of infertility. That's right. And yeah. it sucks. I mean, it's something that we both are having to like really, you know, understand is like it's a part of our life. Mm-hmm. And um. I hope that we're going to be able to, to defeat it and we're going to have a kid and we're going to say, fuck, remember that when we were like talking about how we were like infertile? Um, but it's just, yeah, it, I've never really had that many brands before. I'm a ginger, devastatingly handsome. Like there was mm. adjectives that you could use, but like never one that was like this. Yeah. Like I'm an, I'm an infertile, I'm in, I'm in an infertile relationship. <laughs> Is that what he said? <laughs> No, because that makes it that makes it sound that makes it sound like our relationship is this is this desert. Yeah, (laughs) I was gonna say desert wasteland. Totally. But I'm not infertile. No, you're infertile. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for the reminder on that. So I'm so I'm the deck chairs on the Titanic or whatever. I'm just here. (laughs) I'm I'm serving my purpose. So I'm whole and complete, and it's you that's broken. Right, Got so it. I should be leaving you and upgrading. Um, hi, I'd like a car that actually drives. Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Well, and this is this is a part of it too, right? Um, I deep down have insecurities around that too you know it's like i know that you want to be a dad and what if (laughs) what if i'm what if i can't do that for you holy shit dude just so you know um i mean i'm all about us having a kid but you know that i mean i was i'm i've i've stuck by my guns with the like i'm cool no matter what seriously like i got into this marriage for you with no other people attached. I love your parents. They're great. Our family's awesome. Yeah. Um, no, but I, like, I am not, this is by no means, like, we're good. Either yeah. way. I know we, I don't know if we've really talked about that that much, but I mean, like, 
I would love to have a baby. I would love to not have a baby. As long as you're there, I'm 100. Thanks, Sheath. Yeah. I don't know. You done? Yeah, I was going to say. I'm so hungry. (laughs) We didn't talk about food at all this episode. I know. We did make make a little ghee today, which I'm really excited about. Super. Um, yeah, you guys should make ghee. It's really fun. I made a lot of so like I'm I, I didn't really know what ghee was. I knew that it was referred to as ghee. But culinary school, we just it was clarified butter, clarified butter because it was for all the old school French dishes. You had right. to have clarified butter, and so we'd make it like almost every day. And um, you know, and it's just you go to the store and ghee is fifteen dollars for you know three quarters of a cup. And um, yeah, all I gotta do is just burl it and skim it. Yeah. We'll keep it really low, right? Yeah, yeah, low simmer. Yeah, low simmer. Yeah, but we just did it for the first time today, and it looks really beautiful. And we skimmed it, and then I'd never poured it through. We even poured it through muslin. Muslin? Yeah. Do you pronounce Muslin that? cloth? Yeah, yeah, muslin cloth. Poured it through there, and it's like, God, it's beautiful. It's bright golden. Yeah, it's really And I'm going to treat myself to some popcorn later. Nice. Yeah. We're going to watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I almost forgot about that. Well, did you have some, one more thing you were going to talk about? Um... Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say that for um, Infertility Awareness Week, mm. um, you know, I think Mikey mentioned that, uh, you know, you can sort of follow some social media campaigns, um, hashtag NIAW, so n- National Infertility Awareness Week. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll do some posts about it. Um, and then also, if you have some friends, we've we've touched on this a little bit before, but if you do have some friends that you know are um, on this journey and perhaps they have had IVF postponed um, or, you know, they're just, maybe it's a struggle to conceive. Um, I, if you can, just be, be in the space with them. And, yeah, and um, maybe reserve your. Maybe don't literally be in the space with them. Social distance, but <laughs> social distance. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean be in the emotional <laughs> no, space with them, right? <laughs> but um, but yeah, if you can sort of reserve your um, uh, suggestions for them <laughs> and your what? <laughs> well, just if you could just reserve your assholery and your judgment. And your, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I think it's 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 you know we. In American society, we really like to dispense advice. Oh, yeah. And I think it's really tough for us to kind of sit in the shit with people. Um, and it's it feels really yummy to mm. just have somebody sit and let you cry and listen and yeah. not be there to say, you know what? My sister quit her job and she got pregnant. Or she ate beets every day and she got pregnant. Or she yeah. meditated. Or she stopped stressing. Or yeah. she, whatever. Right? And so, um, yeah. So if, especially this week, if you could really think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that it all those things, most of them come from a good place. They're trying to be Definitely. supportive. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's like my, my mom is going through a lot of cancer. She had two different kinds of cancer. She's like in deep remission. But, you know, I'll tell people about it. And they immediately go to like either stories of their loved one who died of cancer, which I'm like, how is that a helpful story for me? Um, Or they'll talk about the treatment that they had. And I'm like, you know, my mom has like a very specific, pretty rare version of each of these Mm. leukemia and breast cancer. And so maybe this isn't going to land. Like the chances of us having, you know, a family member who has the exact same thing and their bodies are this, you know, it's just maybe just don't. Maybe just say like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry to hear that. 
Are you doing okay? How are you feeling? Yeah. 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 And I'll say yeah. yeah. I'll say yeah, I'm doing great. You want a beer? <laughs> Pizza? Sparkling water? <laughs> Celery? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that's, yeah, I think that's a really nice thing to just consider. Yeah. And, and think about it. If it's one in eight, you know, somebody, Yeah, you for know, sure. definitely, even if they haven't talked about it, you might not know. So, yeah. Well, and I would say that's probably more likely that you yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, because we're the TMI couple, but yeah. I know that there's a lot of people that don't, don't share this. And I know that we've harped on this a lot during the, uh, during the, the course of the show. But um, because we've talked about a lot of the things that we talk about, so many people have reached out to us, friends, people we don't know who um, have never told people certain things, and then they'll tell us. Yeah. And I think it's because they know that we're allies. It's because they know that we've, you know, we've been revealing about it. And I just think, I don't know, leaving yourself kind of open and, and vulnerable and like just listening to people, you're going to hear some things from people that you love and care about that you maybe haven't heard before. Mm. And it's a really beautiful thing. And this is why things like this need to exist. Like, I, I, we didn't actually really know about this until I didn't know about it until like last week. And, you know, we're, we should be, first of all, we should be the poster children for this. Like, we're in it right now and we're super attractive, pretty well known. <laughs> we can draw a crowd. Um <laughs> It's not the rock or whatever, but we're close. And um, but you know, just the fact like it's like people are like, yeah, Valentine's Day. And I'm like, you know what? I love Valentine's Day because for some asshole who doesn't tell his partner that he loves them all the time, this isn't like a national day that tells you fucking tell your partner that you love them. And I think for this, it's like, yeah, what a nice thing. Like we're hiding in plain sight, dealing with infertility. And so why not have something a whole week that tells people to like, I don't know, think a little bit about us. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's all I got. Um, so you'll notice um, that you can't see us right now. And um, <laughs> part of that is we're, we're, we're not filming this week. We didn't, we decided not to do a video. Um, we're trying something new. Yeah. We're trying to make a podcast a podcast. Yeah. If, if you are out there and you watch the, the, you know, the video or you maybe you didn't know about it until right now and you can go on YouTube and watch all of our videos and think, like, oh my God, that's amazing. Let us know. Cause we don't, you know, we just don't really follow how many people watch them, but it's not enough. Yeah. And I just feel like the value of this, I want to be able to put more time into the podcast itself, the production of this, and then, um, other social avenues. So, yeah. um, we're going to not film for a little bit unless we hear violent cries from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, so the ways that you can reach out to us are let's eat at MikeyandRinstayin.com. So you can totally email us. And another way is Instagram at MikeyandRinstayin. Yep. Uh, you can DM us. You can tag us. Sure. You can. Yeah, um, at MikeyandRinstayin. Yep. Um, you can also hashtag MikeyandRinstayin. You can also hashtag N-I-A-W. So um I think it's National Infertility Awareness Week. I think it's a really great thing to like support that. And if you're someone who's gone through it, you know, really try to look at some of these events. It's infertilityawareness.org. Um, and they especially the, the, the most helpful thing for me, there's a calendar under what's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you're listening to our podcast during National Infertility Awareness Week, go ahead and uh, maybe post about it yeah. on the Instas and tag um, Mikey and Rinse Day in and you can hashtag N-I-A-W. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. We love you all. Yeah, we really do. Thanks for lending your ears yeah. and letting us work through um, some of the muck. It's yeah. It's really 
I know, Incredibly we feel like we're kind helpful. of in the muck and the mire a little bit right now. Yeah. It's also like we're having like the first like kind of gloomy day in Portland <laughs> after like a string of 75 uh, and sunny days. And so I'm just kind of feeling a little like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> we, um, we've had a bunch of misconnections with um, interviews. It's, it's a crazy time right now, obviously. Totally. And so um, if you feel like you want to tell your story... Let us know. Yeah, love that. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, for our now, we're signing off. I'm yes, Mikey. Yes, we are. I'm Rin. And tonight, yeah, we're gonna stay in. We're gonna stay in. We're gonna stay in. We're gonna stay in. Cha cha cha. You're welcome. <laughs>